0: Hey there, beautiful souls. It's Lexi, and I am here with a guest today for an episode that is really good. I mean, really good. We almost go an hour, but hang on, because toward the end, things get even juicier, and um, there's even some crazy synchronicities that come up, and my guest, Tessa, she even like gives me a reading. Full on reading while we're recording and yeah, like I said there's a synchronicity and it's crazy and it's just so affirming to to experience and even to hear other people experience it because if you're at all interested in intuition, tapping into your own intuitive abilities or even mediumship, then this this is great. So I'm just gonna get to it. Tessa George, she was our guest today. Tessa is a psychic medium and intuitive coach who helps people connect with spirit and listen to their own intuition and understand what is holding them back from living their most authentic and purposeful life. Beautiful, right? She uses these abilities to give evidence of loved ones who have passed, provides Reiki to heal her client's energy and gives soul guidance that is loving, healing, and transformative. She creates a space for her clients to feel their emotions and find validation. She has been giving readings professionally for three years after her, or her own spiritual awakening led her to quit her job as an aerospace engineer and begin to reactivate her gifts. She wants everyone to know that healing is possible. Everyone has psychic and intuitive abilities, and you have the ability to live a life you absolutely love. And guys, I'm serious. Tessa is like so lovely and so down to earth and approachable. And these things, mediumship, intuition, they don't have to be woo-woo. They don't have to be weird or scary or taboo. Everybody has these abilities. And Tessa gets into that today. We talk about it a lot. And it's not, it's not a religion, it's not witchcraft, it's not anything that needs to scare you away. She is a life coach, a spiritual life coach. Like how gooey and yummy is that? She I mean, I felt like it was a therapy session, just talking with her for an hour. She just is like a reflection of some of the things that needed to be set and needed to be heard. And she can be that for her clients. She can be that for you. Uh, But I'm rambling. Let's get to it. Let's dive into the content. Thanks for being here. This is Soul Starter, the podcast with your hosts, Jessica and Lexi. We're two mamas on a mission to make entrepreneurship more accessible through soul-driven exploration. If you're ready to start a transformative journey rooted in self-care, intention, and growth, then this is the podcast for you. Join us and our guests each week as we explore the parallels between business, motherhood, and mindful living. Your intuition guided you here. Now let's get started.
1: Hi, Tessa. How are you? Thanks for being here. I'm good. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited just to chat today and yeah, let everybody know just about everything that I do and who I am. So, so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to share what you do too, because I think it's very
0: much needed and more and more relevant for people today. Like you're, so you're a spiritual life coach, essentially like an intuition coach. And I don't know about you, but like more and more, I'm noticing that people are being more open to these discussions. And um, open to like touching base with who they are and their soul and why they're here. And yeah, it's beautiful that you are a guide for others to bring them closer back to those
1: points. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And I, I definitely noticed that too, obviously with social media, it's easier to see people, what people are going through. And um, you know, I think we're more and more people are waking up to just what's available to them and that, you know, the life that we thought we had to go down may not be the life that we're actually meant for. Um, I know that's something that I personally experience. And I think, like I said, more and more people are experiencing at this time. And I think it's both because of, like I said, social media is exposing it, but I think just where we're at on Earth, in our evolutionary standpoint, is there's an opportunity for more people to live like in their truest expression. Um, you know, we're reaching higher and higher consciousness. We're really evolving, like as a species, and um, that's being reflected in everything that's happening in the world right now. Um, but yeah, I think we are really just expanding and evolving. Like, and I think more people are opening up to their own spiritual gifts, what their intuition is telling them just our, what technologies we have as human beings innately within us. So yeah, I'm excited to be able to like just teach that and help people figure that out for themselves and discover it. um, Cause it is really powerful. It's a, it's a powerful gift to be able to really tap into who we are and, and, what we're meant to do
0: totally being able to listen in to make decisions is a beautiful thing it takes a lot of like yeah. uncertainty out and therefore it takes yeah. stress out of situations and essentially listening to your intuition allows you to make decisions that are best for you and not decisions in the interest yeah. of others like what came up a little bit for me as you were talking was I'm a little curious if there's a generational thing at play. It's like each generation is breaking free a little bit more and more from like the shackles of like expectations, so to speak. Yeah. (laughs) But I also wonder too, if like COVID had something to do with it. I think like mental health awareness is more and more prevalent and more freely talked about. And people very much in COVID times like kind of had a lot of that time at home to sit with themselves and sit with their spaces
1: and think a little bit more about like what they really want. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I think both things like generationally, like you said, we're just living in a different time. I know it I, I, I can't say for sure, but I know like my grandma, my grandma and her line were very intuitive. And I've picked up on this myself when I've connected with them. Um, and then I've had other like psychic mediums say like, I think that somebody else in your family had gifts. I want to say like my grandma's sister was really intuitive um, on my mom's side. And I think they lived in a time that it wasn't talked about. Nobody really knew about it. Um, My mom's intuitive. She's really good at reading people and just like understanding how people operate. Um, She just, she, she's not like, you know, psychic, like how I am. Well, everyone's psychic, but she's not as like tapped in as I am, but she's definitely very intuitive and can read people in situations very well. And then I think with me, I think I'm meant to kind of, I guess, break that pattern of hiding it or not developing it or not using it and teach that to other people for, you know, I don't know why yet, but I think we all have like a soul mission that we're here to do. And then, yeah, I think with COVID, um, yeah, a lot of people really just because and this is what I talk about a lot in my work is when you slow down enough and you kind of block out some of the external noise, you're inner voice is able to come through so much stronger and it's not until you really like slow down either by choice or by something forcing you to slow down that you begin to really understand like what that voice sounds like and and what it's telling you to do and I think you know that's part of my story as well is like and I always tell people like I was super driven and I I was doing great things I was an engineer worked my ass off for years, like all through elementary school, junior high, high school, like took all the AP classes and just was very driven and then went to college. And I don't think I ever really stopped and asked myself like what it was I wanted. I knew I wanted to like impact people and contribute to the greater society. And at that time I was really good at math and physics. So I was like, Oh, like I'll just do that. But like, when I got to college, I remember being like, I would, I don't want to do engineering forever, but I don't know what else I would do. But I didn't even know how to ask myself the questions. So I just kept like going and taking the next step and then ended up somewhere where I was like, oh no, this is not what my life is going to look like for the next 40 years. Um, and so I, I just decided I was like, and it, there was kind of some things that happened. Like my roommate was going back home to Oregon. I was super unhappy. So I was like, what am I going to do? And I moved in with my sister and it forced me to like slow down and ask myself, like, what is it that I want? What is it that I'm being guided to? Like, and it was little things here and there. It wasn't like all of a sudden, like, you know, this gift opened up. It was like all these breadcrumbs um, of things that I was led to, to start exploring and practicing that ended up being like what I do now.
0: Yeah. Beautiful. There are so many nuggets in there. I'm like,
1: okay. You're like, where do I start? (laughs) Um,
0: I want to acknowledge or like bring up the fact that you are breaking like generational patterns essentially. And you are like being a speaking voice for a lineage of intuitives. Like that's beautiful. And I do, I, I did have a thought too, while you were talking about that, I'm like, is it typically like running through a family or is it only because maybe a family is more open speaking within themselves that they are aware of it or are they older souls like I'm so curious
1: yeah I think intuitively what I feel is that most people are born with a certain like soul contract that they are meant to, whether it's a family, something that they're healing within their family, something they're healing within their community. I don't even know if you could call it like, I, I want to say like a family, like kind of like a family curse, but there's somebody that needs to come and do like the trauma healing and do like this work on, um, like like you said, intergenerational trauma. It could be like your community. It could be just like the the system that you come here to heal but I don't always necessarily think like I feel like everyone's psychic so it's just a matter of what what degree do you need to use your psychic abilities and how does that manifest itself like what form does that come through um it's not necessarily stuck to like I I need to do readings for people like um, I, I could be intuitive and be a consultant at a marketing firm and use my intuitive abilities to come up with designs for people and clients or like kind of like what you do with interior design. It's like you're using your channeling abilities and the more open that you are, and I'm sure as you've developed your intuitive gifts, you've found that you channel a little bit more like with your clients and everything too. Yeah, And I think it's it's a societal thing. It's a family thing and a societal thing because we just kind of have been taught a society. Like I had imaginary friends when I was little and I would talk and play with them for hours. And my mom would, loved it. She was like, she'd be like, Oh, okay. Like I'd tell her about my friends and she'd be like, Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Like she never made me feel bad about it. But I think when you go to, I just went to school and I, you don't learn about that. You don't talk about it. So there wasn't a use for it. So of course I'm not going to like continue to develop it or be open to that. Cause I'd, there was no use. There was no point in me using that gift. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking about that as you
0: were talking earlier, how, I mean, you say everyone is intuitive. Everyone has these abilities. And even at the beginning where you're like, your mom's really good at reading people like that. You could work at a marketing firm and be really good at reading people, but not realize that that's actually an intuitive ability and it can be used like to your advantage, really, to better your job for your client or to protect yourself better from like vulture type clients. I don't know, things like that. And that's something that you help people work through, right, is like developing these intuitive skills that they already have, like innately everyone has them, but maybe they've been deconditioned since childhood When they did have the imaginary friends to, to then like school and college and similar to you where you were like, I, you couldn't even tap into that at that point. You didn't know really what you wanted, but you're kind of like a, a midlife coach in
1: a way of like, (laughs) let me help you back. Let me hold your hand and guide you. Yeah. 100%. And I think, yeah, I think a big part of my work is helping people distinguish between Like, what's their fear voice? And your fear voice can be different than like your expectation voice because, and they're all kind of in the umbrella of your ego, um, which is trying to keep you safe, trying to make sure that, you know, your ego has its place. And so there's the fear voice that's like, no, you shouldn't do that. Like, that's not going to be good, or blah, blah, blah. Or the expectation voice is like, well, no, I should do this. Like, I should. You know, just keep doing it this way, which is there's just a different texture to that. And I talk a lot about that um, with my clients is like each voice is going to have a different texture, a different tone. And it might not be like you hear a completely your intuitive voice is not going to be like a completely different voice. It's going to be you, but it's going to be really subtle. It's going to be really soft until it needs to get loud, until it needs your body starts to react. Like when I was leaving my engineering job, I remember being like, like, my body, I would get nauseous when I pulled up to the parking lot. Like I would cry on my way home and there was just, and I had been feeling that like intuitively when I, my freshman, sophomore year of college, I was saying like, this isn't what I want to do, but I don't know what else I would do. But it was my comfort zone of saying like, well, but I'm not, I didn't want to explore at that point. Like I had no incentive and it wasn't until I was so unhappy at my job that then I was like, all right, I need to go explore other things because this isn't the option that I thought it was. So do you think, so
0: for people who are like different voices in my head, like I don't, (laughs) Yeah. for me personally, like I don't hear other voices or I'm not sure that there are even like textures or I don't hear like something out of my left ear or my right ear, which I've heard Mm -hmm. other people can do. I'm like a very visual intuitive. So like I can close my eyes and yeah. drop straight into like wherever and see things. Yeah, But when it comes to like hearing your ego voice or your um, expectation voice, like if you're not hearing different tones or textures, is it more of like listening to your body and like if it's your fear-based yeah. voice, like maybe you're feeling it in your chest or if it's like more of an open voice, you're feeling like a lightness.
1: Is there something to that? Yeah, absolutely. And that's something too where like until I really started developing my psychic abilities um, and I I will say I was always very intuitive um, even before um, I do what I do now. Even when I was in engineering, I was, like I said, I, what – my mom taught me how to be really intuitive and how to really listen to people and how to read situations. And I think I'm just naturally good at that too. But I think my mom helped me kind of grow those gifts. So in that way, like I always had feelings about things, gut feelings about stuff. But then when I started to do more of like the readings, I had to develop my clairaudience. I had to develop my clairvoyance. And so now when I'm, I've noticed that my thoughts come through a little bit differently, like, And so it just depends on what comes naturally to you. Because of what I do now, my, the way I feel things and intuit things comes a little bit differently. But some people it's like, yeah, it's just like a gut feeling like, Ooh, this makes me contract in my body. I feel tightness when I feel that, that option, or I think about that person or, Ooh, I don't know. It just doesn't feel good. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, Oh, I feel really light. This makes me feel really good. Like thinking about that, going down that road feels really expansive to me, feels really invigorating or exciting. Um, so it might not necessarily be like, oh yeah, everyone's going to have voices in their head, but it could be like, if you are more audience, if you're somebody who like enjoys music or um, really is a therapist and listens to people, you probably will tend to like hear different thoughts and different voices and different textures. Or if you're a feeling person, um, you're going to feel it in your body. If you're a visual person, you're going to like see things like you're going to be able to pick up on colors or see energies. Um, So it's really just like whatever your natural tendencies are. That's how you're going to be able to know like what decision to make.
0: But each of these skills can be developed.
1: But they, yeah. Yeah. So when I first started, like I really wasn't that clairaudient and i just kind of told myself instead of like when you it's funny cuz i i already caught it when you said it you're like i don't hear things don't even affirm that okay <laughs> <laughs> not that i'm coaching you right now but it's intru- cuz i did the same thing i was like i don't ever really hear anything and then once i stopped saying that i would say like um, yeah i'm 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 hearing like when i'd be in readings to develop it i'd be like i'm hearing and then I'd kind of wait, and then I'd hear things coming through. And every time I'd be like, "I'm hearing this, I'm hearing this, I'm hearing this," and that's how I started to develop that because I just was opening up the energy to to get the information in that way. Or you could say, if you want to be more clairvoyant, I see, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing myself um, going to this vacation, I'm seeing myself at this job, like, and that's how you're going to start to develop those skills because you're you're declaring that you're open to receiving whatever that information is in that way. I love that.
0: And I love that you called me out too because (laughs) I mean, really like I, I do hear my own voice in my own head. Like it does tell me things even as we're talking, Yeah, you know, I'm like hearing myself, Okay, what's my next question? And I'm like hearing myself yeah. asking you that. So it is there, but I think maybe there's just yeah. this like preconceived idea that it has to be like a voice, you know what I mean? 100%. Yeah,
1: and and that's the thing like even when I do readings and I'm connecting with, you know, somebody's loved one that has passed, it's I'm not really hearing their voice. Like in a, ever, sometimes it'll be like a laugh will sound like different than mine, or um, like I'll hear a laugh or like something that distinguishes them. But I'm not really hearing their voice in their tone. I'm hearing it through my thoughts, but I know it's not me because it's something that I wouldn't be thinking about. Sure. If that makes yeah, it's sense. Like, like I, why would hippopotamus pop into your head? Like, out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like one time I was doing a reading and. I kept hearing, or I kept hearing or I kept hearing peanuts and seeing peanuts. I'm like, okay, what? Like, and so I just said, I was like, for some reason, I'm seeing, pe- hearing peanuts and seeing them. And she just started laughing. She's like, he was like a he refilled vending machines with peanuts, oh my like in the nuts. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, no way! <laughs> like, there's no way I would have. So it's like, why would I be thinking about peanuts? So I know that that's why it's coming through. That's just like a silly example. No, but it's but really
0: cool. It's really cool, like how validating for you to to like know yeah. what you're doing is is like real and helping people, and then yeah. for your client even to be like, oh my gosh, she's really there. Like,
1: yeah, she has yeah, it's,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> it's not a trip. She was laughing so hard. She was like, no way. That's awesome. Like,
0: Okay. So yeah, I'm curious, so cool. like how long you, you've been this way all your life. And like, of course, it, it yeah. took you back to a path and you are where you are now, but like, how long has it taken you um, to evolve these skills to a point where you felt like you could offer them as a service? Like when did you reach yeah. that confidence um, in yourself?
1: Yeah. So um, let's see. I, I really started opening up I would say like 2017, I think that's when, yeah, 2017, I started to like go to full moon circles, start to dip into oracle cards. I was meditating in the mornings before I would go to work. Again, this was all because I was like so unhappy and sometimes you need that polarity of like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to feel this way to really start to change and then 2018 I went and saw a medium and the whole time I was there I was shaking um and it was almost like I had the fever chills like you know when you're like kind of shaking the whole time the whole hour and then as soon as I walked out the door I was fine and what I feel like happened um is I was connecting to spirit but physically my body couldn't hold the like energy and vibration that it requires to connect with that energy because it is it's like that's why you're called a medium because you're meeting spirit halfway and spirit's kind of coming down to meet you and so after that i really started to dive in so that was like 2018 i started to just learn all these different techniques and then 2020 i think i started doing readings um my family friend was like she's a reiki healer she loves all this stuff and she was like i want you to do a reading for me i was like okay and so I did a reading for her. She was like, that was so good and sent me like all of her family members. <laughs> so I started doing all of her family members and I'm like, wow, okay. I'd like, I think I'm ready to do this. And it kind of happened organically. And I just was kind of, like I said, I, I always say this, but I was following the breadcrumbs and people kind of just naturally came to my work and it's just continued to grow ever since. So, but I actually, I had it, I kept it hidden for a long time. When I first started my Instagram, I was doing more of like the meditation, yoga, Reiki route. And I wasn't really talking about the spiritual part of it. And then I think November of 2020, I finally was like, because I launched that right when COVID started. I was like, people need this service. People need help. Um, Like I have tools to help them. So I started my Instagram account like in I think like April of 2020 or May. And then by November, I was like had my coming out as a psychic medium and like told everyone like, by the way, <laughs> this is what I do. <laughs> so it's been awesome ever since. Yeah.
0: Good for you. Yeah. So, okay. So would the 2017 period be like what you call a spiritual awakening or like the start yeah. of it? Yeah. And you talk about breadcrumbs. Yeah, was- so like what, if someone else might be like, Oh, really interested or like just getting started in this kind of a topic you know what are some of these breadcrumbs like what might they see or hear or you know like what are these little affirmations that they are on a path and um, yeah tell me more
1: yeah Um, so obviously everything is individual I think with a spiritual awakening kind of like I've talked about there's the feeling of either anxiety or feeling off course or maybe depression, just feeling like you're not at the right place and you're not doing something like that you should be doing or that you want to be doing or that you desire to do. At coupled with so it's that feeling but then it's also the sensation of like I'm seeing more I'm feeling more sensitive like I'm just feeling people's energy a little bit more um, I'm seeing synchronicities I'm really experiencing like seeing people's auras or just having kind of supernatural um, experiences um, and I think that tends to be like the spiritual awakening is like again these two parts of like not feeling great and then also like but I also feel really guided and there's something bigger that's happening for me like I said I was unhappy at my job and then I would wake up um, and feel my grandma so she had died when I was eight I was like 23 at this point and I would roll over and f- literally feel her next to me and I would like to the point where I'd be like hi like kind of just saying hello and it wasn't scary it was really comforting it was also kind of like I don't know why this is happening but Mm -hmm. love you like thank you for your support and your guidance like this is awesome and it was because I was meditating and doing yoga and doing all the things like opening myself up to that realm but it was again it's like that unhappiness and then the connection to something where you're like okay there's something going on here and then I just like I said I I um, went and saw that medium. I started pulling cards for myself every day. I started meditating. Um, I went and did my yoga teacher training in Portugal and like spent like three weeks there. And I that's when I, I would feel people's uh, loved ones come through and like give them little readings. And they'd be like, oh my God, that's so cool. So there was like all these little things that were happening along the way that ultimately led to me being like, all right, I think this is like what I need to do. <laughs> so cool. I yeah I love it. i um I can't
0: relate to like that extent, but for myself, like i I hit the point of like postpartum depression with my son, and mm. I was at like a very low point, kind of like questioning like where, what, like yeah. everything what is going on. yeah, and leaned in to like holistic health, and I mm. had been teaching yoga up until having kids um but i i feel like yoga was kind of like my entry into a lot of this yeah, you know anyway. but then like seeing repeating numbers or like getting in the car yeah. and all of a sudden a song comes on the radio that like really hits me because it was like the song that was played at like my mom's funeral service or um, like little reminders and things here and there like kept building little breadcrumbs like you say like they kept building yeah. and building But then also I was having these weird, like my ears were ringing all the time Mm -hmm. for a few weeks. I would be like, what the heck? I smell cigarettes in the house. None of us are smokers. Like, why do I smell cigarettes? Just weird things that I just was like, okay, I'm leaning in. I just kept leaning into it. Yeah. And then started like doing my own oracle and and tarot and stuff and meditating. And it's just like, it's. Such a nice, I don't know, I want to say foundation because life gets mm. messy. And even if we are intuitive or um, connected or like strong in our sense of self, like life can s- sometimes come in there and kind of throw a boomerang at your face and be like, yeah, check you, like, hey, what's going on? Uh-huh. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, it's nice to have this foundation to like fall back on when you're feeling, yeah
1: like a little bit mixed up, you know. Yeah, 100%. And I always I always say a spiritual awakening never ends. Like I still go through periods where I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Like <laughs> not not to the extent that I was, but I think it's natural for people on a spiritual path to question. And I think that's like what I took from what you were saying too and and it kind of reminded me of like I think people who are spiritual are naturally people who question a lot. They question like, again, like what the, what's the meaning of life? What am I here for? What am what am I doing? Like, and it's that deep questioning that leads to these, this continuous process of like, why am I doing the things that I'm doing? Is this because I want to do it? Is this because again, the expectations Is this because this is out of fear. Like you're always going to be questioning yourself in that way. But I think sometimes there has to be like an initiating either moment or experience where you're, where you end up somewhere that you don't want to be, or you're feeling a certain way. And that, that just changes how you look at things and you're like, I need to start asking myself deeper questions. Yeah. I love that.
0: I definitely am that person that is like, what is the meaning of life? Like, constantly, (laughs) constantly. What, what am I here to do? What's like, who am I here to serve? And like, honestly, a lot of times it just comes back to me being like, okay, reel it in and like focus on the here and now and try to be present. And I talked about that in a previous episode, because as somebody who questions and has the why's so much, like, why is this happening? Everything happens for a reason. So like, what is the deeper yeah. meaning of this? Sometimes it's easy to get so mm-hmm. caught up in all of that that you're losing sense of like the real meaning is just to sit right here and and be present with the yeah. people
1: in front of you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, yeah, I, I totally relate to that because I think we can, like I said, as spiritual people, it's like you're continually asking the question of like, what am I doing? Why am I here? But it's also our jobs to create what we want to create. And that's the beautiful part of being human is like, we have a lot of power to create the reality that we want to create. Um, and yeah, it's, you, you need to ask those good questions to make sure you have the foundation for what you want to create, but it's don't get stuck in the questioning. Make sure you're creating like the joy and the happiness and the peace and the abundance that you want to create, because that's ultimately like what our birthright is, is to really experience like these amazing things that life has to offer um, and and being equally challenged. Um So I think that's really beautiful. And something else I wanted to touch on too with you is like what you were saying about like smelling the cigarette smoke and the synchronicities and hearing your mom's song like from her funeral, like those are all psychic awarenesses and that's you tapping into your psychic abilities. And I don't want you to dismiss the fact that like that was you connecting with spirit that was you having your own unique experience of spirit and you don't need me to tell you that that was spirit like i want you to be so confident in your experience that you're like oh my god like i just had this crazy experience and all you have to do like to continue that is to continue develop the skills to ex- continue experiencing that like the only thing that i've done i guess differently if you will is like learn how to continually develop that does that make sense like I I never want to disempower people to think like oh well she's the medium like and yes I have a gift I'm not going to like take away from that but I also want people to feel empowered that they can do that too they can connect I've taught people who have never never given a reading never done anything like that and just kind of felt like I just want to try this and we're able to give readings to like multiple people that's awesome. And connect with loved ones. Yeah, it was so fun. She was like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. Like so and it's so fun. So I want people to know that like you are more than capable to connect with spirit, to have your own experience. Um, and it's really beautiful. It's really, really amazing. Thank you for saying that. I mean, You're thank welcome. you for
0: saying it for our <laughs> listeners, but like it's certainly something that I felt like I needed to hear too. Um, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to say like pedestaling, but I do think that that is something that occasionally happens. Like we look up to some people, like people we follow on social media and we kind of put them on a pedestal, like, Oh, I could never be that. Like I could never do that. Yeah. But flipping the mindset of like, they're an expander for me, like actually if they can do it, then so can I like Changing your mindset yeah. instead of a like a place of lack, but to a place of like, look what's possible. Yeah, is something that I also like really need to work on. And yeah, I think we all. Yeah, do. I mean, society too. Like, definitely, we're we're looking around every day. We're scrolling the yeah. length of like the Eiffel Tower. Isn't it something crazy? Like. I heard that. I might be wrong. <laughs> oh, I'll look it up, but like <laughs> I know. Just like <laughs> scrolling and scrolling. And so we're constantly showing ourselves what is out there that probably we don't yeah. have or that we like envy or that we want. Um and I, I think that
1: can be like really disruptive sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that's the thing I Unfortunately, society conditions us to take us out of our power in a lot of cases and not everything, but, um, and I'm not somebody that like thinks society's out to get us. I think it's just that, you know, we're, we're made to kind of follow the rules and do things the way that it's been done and that's what keeps you again this is what keeps you safe this is what keeps you fed and all those amazing things but i think we've just again like reached this point in our society where we're able to choose differently because of social media because of like all the technologies that are available to us so i think it's important like that we recognize that like if like you said if somebody else can do this. Like I can do it too. I just have to have the desire. And I think that's why, like, I'm really passionate about like sharing my story too, because I was total opposite side of the brain. Like, you know, took calculus three and (laughs) thermodynamics and all these crazy classes. And then just was like, decided to switch and was like this isn't going to work for me and learn to develop something else and it's just having this curiosity um to explore something and be open to something and not putting pressure on yourself for it to be anything more than what it is and just being like hmm like let's see what happens what's going to what is where is this going to take me
0: yeah and the and having the um the trust and a little bit of bravery too to yeah to go that way it's like it, it was brave of you like you said you you weren't ready to tell people like the other services that you were toning up, like tuning up. Yeah, Yeah. you weren't ready until (laughs) you were like, okay, now I am, now I am. And I'm just going to step out of fear and I'm just going to put it out there and then look at you now.
1: Yeah, I, it was, I mean, it was very, uh, that was an emotional roller coaster. Even when I was developing, I was living with my sister. I hid it from her for months, like, and then I finally one day, my mom and I are super close my mom had like picked me up from something and I was like I started crying I was like I have to tell you something (laughs) and she was like what I'm like I've been like connecting with like her brother passed away her da- or, um her mom her dad and I was like I've been mean, connecting with all of them like through mediumship and I've been developing my psychic abilities she's like she started crying Aww. she's like that's amazing like that's so, like what do they say <laughs> she was like asking me all these questions that is amazing so Yes, yeah, so, and I'm very blessed that I have um a family that is super supportive and is like and even like my dad he he's open he doesn't get it but he'll call me and be like how are your readings how like what's going on so it it's I'm I'm definitely lucky that I have that but I think everyone experiences it when you first start because you sound crazy you're like I literally sound like a crazy person I'm talking to dead people and (laughs) like connecting this weird things like what's going on Um, but I think as long as you remember that your experience is your experience and only you can say like whether it's true or not and just keep listening to yourself and it feels real to you, then listen to that. There, nobody can really say otherwise. So so as somebody who can connect and like that's
0: very open, this I could see being a fear. For some reason, it's not really a fear of mine or maybe it is subconsciously, but like what about yeah. things that... Mean harm or like harmful messages or things that could come through that are not
1: good. Yeah, and I'm not going to be naive and say like, oh yeah, there's no bad things out there. Like, but I think again, it's and kind of like what you and I were talking about before we started recording. It's about intention. Um, so before I connect with um, anyone before reading, I'm very intentional about the prayer that I say. I always say like, I'm only available to give loving and healing messages, um, things that are going to be for their highest good, for their highest path. And if there is something like negative or like, like there was one person I remember, and I had a feeling like her husband were, was going to lose his job, but I didn't say that to her because I'm like I don't feel like that's helpful. Hmm. Um, there's definitely an art to delivering messages of like like things like that where um, you're like, okay, I feel like there could be something like that's a challenge or hard coming up, and the way I worded it was like. I was like, I got this information that he might be losing his job in February, but that by September he would be starting his own business and it would be like really great and he'd love it. So I said, I see there being like a challenge in like February with his work. I don't know what that is. And then in September, it'll be figured out. I'm, he might be doing something on his own. Like, I just kind of worded it where it was a little bit more gentle. Um, and that's my style. because yeah. I just want people to feel good when they leave. I don't want people to be like, oh, God, he's going to lose his job. And what? Like, I would never want somebody to walk out of my reading feeling that way. But it, yeah. And I and even like I went to a restaurant one time and the, the waiter, I felt like there was something wrong with his heart. I was like, oh, God. So I went up to him at the end. And I was like, I just think you need to go get your heart checked. I'm a medium. He was like, oh my God, thank you so much for telling me. I don't know what happened, but yeah. So there are things that can come up, but again, it's how you look at it, how you embrace it and how you deliver it. But for people that want to connect and are afraid because they think like something bad could happen, it's you, you have to know that you are so protected. Like I know I am very protected. And that I have a team of people around me at all times that are not going to let anything in that's going to negatively affect me. And everyone listening, you are like that, I promise. Like, y- Unless you want to connect with something like that, you will. But if your intention is to connect with only good things, you will connect with good things. And that's part of that power. And knowing that you're powerful and your words and your thoughts have powerful intention behind them, you will be fine. You can always call on if you, if you are skeptical or if you feel like i just need some help you can always call on archangel michael he is a wonderful guide for everyone um he's like the i call on him every day just to protect yourself so i, f- I feel like i'm asking
0: questions maybe f- i'm so curious but then also from like the listener's perspective too will spirit or like will will they connect with you only if you're ready for the message so you might think it's not working or like you're not hearing the answer you need to hear. But then could that be, could that come back to a, well, you're not ready to hear this or you don't have the space to hear this right now type of a situation? 100%.
1: Yeah. One all the time. Even there's stuff that I'm like, why won't you just tell me? (laughs) Like there's things I'm like, I would, if I could just know this, then I could do this. And it's like, if they gave us all the answers, what's the point of life?
0: Totally, I had that vision earlier where I was—you were talking about the soul contract—and I'm like, wouldn't it be nice if literally we were just like <laughs> handed this piece of paper and it's like, here's the handbook to do.
1: <laughs> I love that. Yeah, for sure. And it, and that's part of that. That's um, <laughs> funny you say that. It's—it's it's like that would literally take the whole point of life out of yeah. out of the game. So it's part partly being patient and sometimes you'll hear a message like sooner than you want to like there's been things where i'm like oh god like why did i need to know that like or not even that i needed to know that but then it's like it's almost like sometimes i hear something and i'm like oh my god i have to take action right away i have to do this this and this and it's like all right slow down sometimes those intuitive messages are for you to know and take your time with it like i think and this is something I've been thinking a lot about. So it's interesting you're asking me this is like how our instant gratification culture is impacting us like spiritually because we think because I heard a message right now, I need to go and move to where wherever tomorrow. And it's like, no, no. Sometimes like that's to, you hear a message at the perfect time. So you can either get your mind behind it and get yourself like on board with that message or they're not telling you because you need to wait and there's you need to develop some things in the background before you take that next step.
0: Boom. There's like the quote for the episode right there. Like <laughs> <laughs> But for real, I think the instant gratification thing is huge. I mean, sure, yeah. some of us some of us experience it. Some of us have rapid success. Some of us have that. Yeah. yeah. I think for those that are listening that are like entrepreneurs, they might resonate more yeah. with the opposite, which is like, okay, I had this idea, I took some action on it. And then yeah. it's like, man, I'm still like, it's two years later and I feel like a tugboat and I'm trying and I'm trying and I'm trying. And like, sometimes the burnout comes into play, right? But it's like, yeah, keep your eye on the, the beacon of light in the distance because there's so much to see and learn and grasp again in the present, yeah. like in the present moment. And I mean, I even had like an adult sized temper tantrum yesterday about this because I'm like, I'm two years, a little over two years into my business and starting my own interior design firm. And it's like, sometimes I just have these moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like such an imposter. I have so um, much more to not- learn. I have like the this vision of where I want to take my company, but it sometimes feels so far off in the distance. But I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up on it. But it doesn't mean it's not hard. Like there are moments where it's really hard because you're not getting that instant gratification sometimes you need to work hard I would say like if you're burning out to the extent that you're putting your own health in jeopardy then that's a different story but I really like that you brought that up at least that felt like a message perfect timing for me
1: well it's it's funny because as you were starting to talk about what you're experiencing what I kept hearing was like you need to get out of your own way oh dang I was like, And then you started talking about how uh, everything that you were talking about, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like you intuitively, I feel like what you're experiencing is like, yeah, you just needing to like get out of your own way you needing to like, um, for you, it's almost like, for, for some reason, it, do you want me to do this for you?
0: do it I mean I wasn't gonna ask because I felt like that was kind of (laughs) taboo to be like give me a reading like I want to pay you for your services what
1: you do Um, intuitive I'll just give you a a couple little things so um, what I'm intuitively feeling is like you have a, a little bit of like a I'm hearing like a filter like I keep seeing like a filter over your eyes and you're feeling like you need to be this way you need to do this thing you need to like like it there's this 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 expectation of needing to do all these external things and that's gonna what's that's what's gonna shift your business but what I feel like you're really being asked to do right now is come back to like and this sounds so cheesy but like your truest desire of what you want your business to be and come back to that place and share from that place like, and I do this too. It's like you, you, cause you're like, I want, I just want more people to see my work. I want more people to you, like, you're wanting all the things, but in that you're becoming somebody else to be that person for other people rather than leading from, I know if I just share from my heart, the right people are going to find my work. The right people are going to come to me and I won't even have to try that hard. And that's the beautiful thing about like when you kind of master your intuition and manifestation, is like I know if I just be who I am, share truly from my heart what I'm feeling and how what I'm expressing in this moment, I'm going to find exactly the right people. There and it's gonna just come to me. Like I don't even know how it's gonna happen. I could meet them at the store. I could like, and, and I think we put a lot of pressure on like social media and all these things and avenues. And it's like, no, sometimes it's like you just, when you emit a certain frequency, that's what's going to bring the people in.
0: I was just going to say that, like, it was making me think of when you're at the right frequency, you attract people at the yeah. same frequency, right? 100%.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, thank you. And you're welcome. <laughs> it's interesting. So I did like, um my own tarot reading yesterday, basically like after I was feeling like, rah, you know, I'm yeah. so frustrated, but it was yeah. essentially like the desire and the setback and like this resolution or like how, you know, how mm-hmm. to do that. And mm-hmm. what it came down to, I mean, I, I put it in my journal, which is right here. So I'm just going to open it up. No, I love it. Uh, so, like, the hurdle, the setback is judgment, was the judgment card. Mm. So, very much like, yeah. Literally, I wrote, take off the lenses of self interest.
1: Oh. oh, I got the chills. That's what I'm like. I kept going like this.
0: Yes, take off the lenses. I swear this is written in my journal right here. I can like show
1: for those who watch on YouTube, it is like that's a trick right there. And okay so and this is oh my god this is so wild. So this is such a good confirmation of what I do. Because you already knew everything I told you. Yeah. Everything I said was not new. You wrote that yesterday. So what I'm doing is just confirming all of the messages that you already get and it's just a few, sometimes and I do this too. I go get readings every 2 to 3 months. So I I get it. But like sometimes we just need somebody else to be like yep everything that you're getting is right and then you're like all right well thank you You it's like like the (laughs) peanut yeah Yeah, it's (laughs) it's like everything you already know yeah that's so cool I love that that happened well me too
0: so much and while we're recording an episode, <laughs> like how great. Okay, so this is a great transition. How can people work with you? Where can they find you? And then like specifically yeah. so you do readings, you can connect to loved ones, but also you can coach them. So tell me, tell us. Yeah. Tell us a little more.
1: Yeah. So I do um, psychic medium readings. And that's like, if you want to connect with a loved one, if you want me to just kind of like tell you what's going on in your life, you know, I have single sessions like that. Um, You can work with me more in like a package setting too. So I do psychic medium readings. I do Akashic record readings and then I do Reiki. So it's like a three package session. So that's more of like the coaching container where um, I'm helping you identify blocks, helping you connect to spirit. Um, And it's more so So that we can work through, um, yeah, certain things that you're just going through in life right now and using spirit to an energy to really move through that. I Hopefully people can see like just from what I did right now, my style is even like, I'm not necessarily telling you exact, well, I do sometimes tell you exactly what you need to do, but it's more of, again, like asking yourself deeper questions, like getting you to look at things from a different perspective than what your logical mind might tell you to do like in terms of your business I was kind of like okay stop putting the lens on being somebody else and be who you are like it's that's my style and then I also have a new program coming out it's called the intuitive self I'm launching it with my friend Brenda I'm super excited she's awesome um her and I met we were both on a podcast at like one after another and they were like I feel like you guys need to meet because you're we both have very similar styles and her and I became friends and I did a reading for her and Um, helped her open to her intuition so now we're uh, and she does like plant medicine and manifestation her and I are launching a program it's called the intuitive self we're super excited she's also a stem girly so she was like a chem she either has her master's or PhD in chemistry. Left it all behind to start her manifestation coaching business. Um, so her and I are going to be teaching a six-week program together to help you tap into your intuition, help you to understand like what your voice of fear is, what your ego is, and how to really create a life that you actually like want to live, um, and not that you're expected to live. So that's incredible. Congratulations!
0: great. That. Yeah. thank funny. you. Yeah, it'll be super fun. Okay, when <laughs> is it live? Like when
1: does it launch? Yeah, so it launches September nineteenth. Will be the first like class, and then we'll launch like that week before. Um, but if anyone's interested, just shoot me a message if you're listening before that date, and I can give you some more info um, and get you on the wait list Or um, if it's during launch, send you the link to join. I'll put all and that. I'm info super in the, i super excited. I can that. put that in the show notes too.
0: Share yeah, all the details. Yeah. What is your Instagram handle? Yeah.
1: Um, It's at the Intuitive Tessa. So it's T-H-E-I-N-T-U-I-T-I-V-E-T-E-S-S-A. All right. I'm so
0: pleased with this episode.
1: (laughs) I know. That was so fun. It was funny too, because before what I kept hearing, like the theme for your listeners was about like success and really and it's funny because I think that's kind of what I picked, on, picked up on with you is like defining your true definition of success and what that looks like for you um, and not basing it off of anyone else's success or what they think success is. It's about truly asking yourself, like, what does success look and feel like for me?
0: Yeah, totally. I love that. That's resonating with me, like, like, for the listeners, but very much like this was a therapy session. So thank you, Tessa. <laughs> You're
1: welcome. <laughs> a lot of people say that. A lot of people cry on my couch, but that's okay. Um, I mean, I was ready. Like, there were moments for <laughs> sure. So thank you for doing Yeah, it's so healing. Open it's good. And it's good to cry.
0: Yes. Oh, I did plenty yesterday. Like I said, I had an adult-sized Aww. temper tantrum.
1: <laughs> like, why? <laughs> like, why is <laughs>
0: this? <laughs> but we're hilarious. allowed to have those today. I feel much better. Sometimes we just need absolutely, a release, you know. One yeah. hundred And then look at the beautiful message that I was ready to hear today. Because yesterday, it uh, all
1: happens in divine timing. Let me tell yes. you. Yes.
0: Okay. Well, I could just, we could just keep going and going. So I know I'm going to end <laughs> this recording. Thank you, listeners. <laughs> bye bye for now. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. You can find more information about today's episode in the show notes at soul-starter.com forward slash podcast. We also love to connect with you on Instagram at soulstarterco, all one word. And please don't forget to leave a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. You can also watch the video recordings on our YouTube channel at soulstarterco. See you in the next episode.